Welcome to the No Disqualifications Podcast. I am Adrian. I'm Laszlo. And today we come to you with WrestleMania 5. Booyah. Mega Powers Explode. Gross, man. That's disgusting. April 2nd, 1989. What's going on in the world? 1989, I was in third grade. I was nine years old, and I only cared about baseball cards and, and, and going to school and, you know, playing basketball with my friends, riding bikes. Anything significant pop culture-wise? Can we think of anything? Nothing. I mean, of pour some sugar on me at the top of the pops. Uh, let's, let's see. I'm yeah. trying to think off the top of the dome. We're in 1989, man. We're about to step into the 90s, you know what I'm saying? We're about to, we're about to experience what the 90s have to offer, all the joy and all the death that it had to offer, you know what I'm saying? Let me see. 1989. Ooh, I, mean, I actually I did have to. I'm such a nerd. I had to look it up. I mean, I can, I'm trying to think. You know, what I'm saying like, who's president? Uh, that was George W. George H. W. Bush, and his uh, his running mate was Dan Quayle. Oh, um, I heard great things from them. <laughs> did you about how to spell potato? <laughs> they didn't spell P O T A T O T O. I'm sorry. P A P A T A T A Y. There's an E according to some people. Dan Quayle. Why he's an idiot? Maybe he was thinking potatoes. Potato. Um, Bernard Getz is sentenced to one year in prison and fined five thousand dollars for shooting four young men in New York City subway. Subway, nineteen eighty-four. Just uh, one year. Yeah. Hey, good for him. He was. He. There were. There were witnesses. I remember this. He was like surrounded. and They were like, trying to like like they were being attacked, and he pulled out a gun and started firing. Oh, so it's like fatal four. Yeah, but he. Um, someone who wasn't uh, in the little crew of robbers got shot. Oh, uh, you know, sometimes it's collateral damage. We just got to deal with that. Uh, so Stockton massacre. Patrick Edward Purdy kills five children, wounds 30 others, then shoots himself in Stockton. Ooh, so that Stockton <sighs> was a shooter for sure. Uh, you know what the I'm saying? The Stockton I know is a passer, but it looks like this Stockton was a shooter. <laughs> Ron Brown is elected to chair. Right, man, there's a bunch of political stuff that no one cares about. Um, there's the Exxon Valdez spill. That was awful. That was like somebody was not paying attention and wrote in and spilled so much oil. It, it was it, it was disgusting. But you know what was really spilling over in 1989? The havoc in the ring. <laughs> the havoc and the intensity of the mega powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Snap into my <laughs> Slim Jim, daddy. <laughs> um, let's slide into the first match. Let's get it. This is Atlanta City, New Jersey. Trump Plaza. The attendance this time is 18,946. Jeez, man. I, I can't believe that many people cared about wrestling. I mean, I get it now, but I didn't. It's it's new to me. With a whopping death count of 16. Did you include Jim Master J? Huh? Jim Master J. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, so we have uh, Hercules, dead. Good. Um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, Bobby <laughs> the Brain Heenan, dead. Um one of the Twin Towers, Big Boss Man, dead. Um, but Akeem the African Dream was still, still alive. He's still alive, yeah. He's still living Brent in his and locking in the uh, Of course, Mr. Perfect is dead. Uh, the Blue Blazer, who was actually on Heart, dead. Uh, Mr. Fuji, dead. Um, who, you know, he still works in a movie theater here in Knoxville. Um, Dino Bravo, extra dead. Um, we got, let's see, Andre the Giant, dead. Um, Jim Jim the Animal Nightheart dead. Ultimate Warrior dead. Recruit dead. Um, Bad News Brown dead. 
And Macho Man Randy Savage, dead. Gorilla Monsoon, dead. And Miss Elizabeth, dead. Passed away. And JMJ, JMSJ. Did you say him? No, no, yeah, I want to look up to you. JMSJ was uh, <laughs> murdered in a, a studio, a shot point blank range, right in the face. Like two mm, inches from his face. Like American Gangster. Yes. But, but like, I mean, because like he was beloved. I don't know what ha- I don't know what the story is there, and of course the people that saw it happen. Maybe I don't know, but Shignai also gave Easy Easy gave Easy E AIDS. <laughs> he did. He injected him with AIDS. He said it on TV on the Kimmel Show. He said, "If you want someone like Easy E out, you inject him with AIDS." Oh my God! He was probably saying it in jest. No. Because Eazy-E died of AIDS. You're right. I remember. I remember. And he was oh. in the studio prior to that with Suge Knight. Oh, my God. You watched Jedi Compton? Sure. And they, yeah, they strong-armed him. They jumped him. Yeah, they did. And then guess what? He got AIDS. Damn. Suge Knight gave Eazy-E AIDS. No homo. Why are you holding your finger like that? Like- because that's my thinking finger. Okay. I like to think through my nose. Much like the guys on the show did. We start off with the first match. Hercules! Hercules! Against King Haku. Um, Haku suplex into the ring. Big power slam by Hercules. And Hercules wins with a big German suplex. One, two. Hercules pops the shoulder up. Haku's shoulders are still down. Hercules wins. Um, I think this was a very good match. Great. It needed needed more time. It did. Um, There was a hell of a power slam. Yes. By Hercules. Hercules. He was strong, man. No, I see the name. I get the name now. It's like, yeah, he would tie off and stick the needle in there and wow, steroids. Yeah, he's dead now. Booyaka. Steroids. Steroids. Booyaka, <laughs> steroids, steroids. <laughs> Not Bush League anymore, my guy. Nah, son. Um, it was a, I gave it a four-bell match. It was a four-bell match. Yes, sir. It was, it was a good match. Um, again, I, I got it. These guys are athletes. The, the What they put their bodies through, even then. Even, uh, what year was this? 89. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> 30, 32 years ago. They, uh, what these guys did then was, was astronomical. Any other sport other than boxing. And back then they had, maybe there was kickboxing. There was maybe underground, full contact fighting. Maybe. In 89. But, uh, that's when, uh, I do believe that's when Bloodsport was released. Ooh. So there were kumite happening in Japan in like CD basements with like weird like businessmen shaking money, <laughs> yelling, you know. <laughs> Got to be a guy with an eye patch. And there, yeah, I mean he's grizzled. He's from America. He used to, he's he was in Nam. And, and there's and, there's someone smoking, holding a little dog. <laughs> and the oh, guy, the guy with the eye patch, fought in Nam. He's sitting there in a wheelchair, missing a leg. Give me fifty on him. Give me fifty on the on the, the clean cut white fella. I like him. <laughs> And everybody else is he's like, I don't wanna be here. I'm in Japan. They all look like my Ah He starts screaming and they're like, Sir, what's going on? I need to go now. And he just takes his wheelchair and he's rolling out. But then there's the seedy businessman, but he's a little little Japanese businessman. But he's got three or four he, goons. He whispers It sounds like dialogue. And after he whispers it, those guys follow that uh Vietnamese uh, the Vietnam vet out there. They beat him down. They take his fifty bucks. He's never seen again. They kill him. Nineteen eighty nine. That was it. Was a seedy time, man. It was. They were living wild in eighty nine, son. Living wild, kid. Um, but uh, as far maybe boxing. 
what those guys were getting the head trauma, but not like these guys. So, I mean, the body shot's no fun, but like the head trauma is what it's instant. And yeah, like, I mean, think about it. Uh-uh. You know, I, I do joke sometimes with the death count being here, but think about this. I'm thinking. Hercules is dead. Haku's still alive. But, I mean, he's old, and he's... I don't want to say he's worse for the wear, but you can tell he's been through it. He's, yeah, he's been there. Yeah. These... Why do they do it for us? Well, there's... Um, Rocky Marciano came home from his first fight. This is a true story. Uh, and it was mom freaked out and started like, what happened to your face? Why do you have a cut on your eyebrow and everything? And his dad was just sitting there and he walks over to his dad and he hands him $5, which in, in you know, 1938 or whatever was like handing your dad 500 bucks okay, today, okay? So he pat his son on the shoulder and it was, it's like, for at least for the fight sports, the best fighters in the world are coming out of parts of the world where there's nothing else going on. Like right now, the, the, the top UFC fighters, the, the, the most uh, exciting fighters are from Dagestan. I don't know what's going on over there, but it doesn't sound like... It's a stand. I don't think things are popping real good. It doesn't, there's not a whole lot going on over there. And uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov can pick me up and drop me on my head. And he weighs as much as me. And he yeah. could blow right through me. And uh, like wherever... They have a different drive. Box. They do have it. And what's going on there... <clears throat> When there's really nothing else you could do with your life, that's when you do something like this. I mean, think, thank you. We have Hercules, of course, strong man style. He was a you know, big body. We have the chain. We have Haku, who is of Samoan dynasty. I mean, he just is one of the toughest to come out of, out of wrestling. <laughs> there was a story of him biting in a, a bar fight. He bit someone's GD nose off. You don't mess with a fellow like that. He don't play. No. Next up, we have the Rockers. Shawn Michaels, Mario Gennetti against the Twin Towers, which would be Akeem the African Dream. I say it one more time. Akeem the African Dream. Right. And uh, Big Boss Man. I don't know who's worse. I don't know who's more racist. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Big Boss Man. He's from Georgia. And he has the Confederate flag on his on Yeah, his he does. He does. Sleep. These are different times. Actually, I think Marty Gennetti is probably the most... Yeah, I, you know, I'm looking at this card. I would say Marty Gennetti is probably the most despicable person on this entire card. Why do you say that? He has claimed to murdered somebody. He say he murdered him and threw him off a bridge. You were... Uh, it was, uh, the fella uh, made a pass at him? Yes, or and he murdered him. <clears throat> so, okay. So, I, I've... Look... He also <laughs> said that he would rape his wife if she tried leaving him. Wow. The one thing a, a guy used to work with, he said this to me, it made me laugh. He told his wife, if you ever leave me, I'm packing my bags, I'm coming with you. We're going together. <laughs> I, I thought that was funny as hell. Did you write I, that on my wall? Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to, if you ever leave me, I'm going to rape you. That's not, that's, that's that's not my style. Um, also, without saying too much, I've been, a, 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 I've had gay men attracted to me. Like one guy left this note on my car, <laughs> and I met, I texted and I said, "Yeah, I work I work at such and such place. Well, what's up?" And he was like, "Oh, I just seen you in there all the time, and I used to go there, and I, when I would pop into your store, I'd see you, and I just didn't know how to approach you." <laughs> and I said, oh, "I'm not gay. Thanks anyway, bro." He said, "Sorry, I bothered you. Never heard from him again. Never saw him again." Um, Better than offering you open beer. That guy. Anyway, <laughs> um, you it, it's it's like. Um, you just tell them, hey, I'm uh, not gay, buddy, but thanks anyway, and they, like, they leave you alone. 
It's crazy, huh? Yeah. You, you don't have to murder them and throw them off a bridge. I agree. That doesn't have to happen. Um, but Good yeah, this, you know, big drop kick right away to boss man. Um, while so Marjane is just Marjane punches boss man. Well, boss man runs over there. That, well, uh, waddles. waddles over there <laughs> to take care of it. Shawn Michaels drop kicks him off the top rope. Um, there's a dance off between Shawn Michaels and Akeem, the African Dream. The Akeem kind of comes in, kind of I want to say popping and locking, but he's kind of just dropping it all. He's kind of just like dropping it like it's hot. Jive yeah. dance. Oh, is this how the brothers get down? And Shawn Michaels moonwalks, and it's clean. It's <laughs> clean. Yeah, dude. Like HB Shizzle can dance. Yeah, I got but the moves. See later that drive on, the girls wild. If you bro. see later in his career, whenever he comes out, this is his primary dance move. Just wiggle the butt. It's like shoulder wiggle butt movement. It's really uncoordinated. And he does the thing like that. Yeah. But the pose. in 89, he's moonwalking. So what happened? I think he doesn't want to shine that bright. Are you being serious? I think so, man. I think he's holding back on this. He, he's dogging it. The like, moonwalk was sexy. Like Ricky Henderson was with the Yankees. Ooh. Never forgive you, Yankee. Uh, Ricky Henderson, yeah. Screw you, bro. Um, double drop kick, but it's mistimed, and Shawn Michaels lands on, t- on top of Akeem. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was a, that was a bad botch. Yeah, that was, but like, there's more to come. It was the first. You're right, but that was the first one that I've seen in this era that I noticed because like this, these guys were at these guys are athletes, man. These guys are good. Um, we get a, a splash by Akeem for the win to Marty Jannetty. Um, I give this a three. I thought it was a I thought it was a really good showcase for. Um, it was a good showcase for Shawn Michaels and Marginetti. Yeah. Um, I think the wrong person went over. I think maybe uh, Big Boss Man should take him the pinfall. But I'm not the booker here, you know. I'm no. not the booker. I'm just here. I'm just here. You're just the, I'm just the fan. You're watching, just the, the, the waiting, audience. Anticipating. Look, man. This would have got to say it ain't so. I will not go. Turn the rocker should have won. Carry me home. Uh, let's time to go home. When wrestlers say that to each other, time to go home. Time to go home. They mean, Someone crap their pants. <laughs> I mean, let's let's finish this match. Um, this would have gotten four bells. This was really entertaining. A lot of high flying stuff from from the, the heartbreak kid. Yes, clearly. And Janetti, I didn't know all that about him. That's that that's disturbing. Um, <laughs> but that botched drop kick. It was supposed to be a nifty ass double drop kick from on both sides. Big old Akeem. And uh, uh, the heartbreak kid totally missed. And Shawn Michaels totally missed, bro. Yeah. So, um, and I like you're not. You guys aren't going to believe this, but I I ran into the heartbreak kid and I asked him what happened. I was like, dude, what the, what was that all about? And he was all, Jesus, you know, you know, like you said, to me, you know, Jesus, you know, I was like, okay, here's another perk, bro. Good good luck for the rest of your life. Um, is everything okay? What you, is everything okay, sir? And he was like, oh, I don't know. Know. I'm going to be punch drunk and there was my stamina and the because grind was wild. Is that burning toast? So, um, the vice dropcake from, and, and, and dude, I've seen so many great Shawn Michael matches and it, it's, he's not, a, he's not, by, he does oversell to, to almost to a, to a point of, um, of comedy. Yeah. But in this case, he he was uh, he was doing it. Uh, but that bot drop kick, man, three bells. I can't I can't go any. You can't look past it. No sir. Well, next up here we have Brutus the Brutai, the Barber Beefcake. No one knows why. Against uh, Ted Theodore Esquire DiBiase. DiBiase. 
Um, DiBiase tries to get in a few timeouts. He, he goes out. Oh, timeout. He tries to call timeout. And, of course, Monsoon's, we don't do timeouts in pro wrestling. And Ventura's like, well, Monsoon, oh, well, Gorilla. He doesn't necessarily, uh, do, he's smart, okay? It's like, uh, oh, what do you compare it to? It's like the quarterback running out so he doesn't take the hit. Running out of, out of bounds so he doesn't take the hit. Oh, Gorilla. Oh, Gorilla. I'm oh. taking a hit right now. Oh, Gorilla. Did you know Area 51 has Kennedy's brain? Conspiracies, McMahon. Do you know that there are uh, lizard people following you around? Oh, that was, that was, uh, that was Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> same person. Same, same um, <laughs> No, but, uh, but there's, there's a few soup. DiBiase hits uh, a few suplex here. And then... Um, well, Beefcake's on the outside. Virgil attacks him, and they fight to a double countout. That's right. That's it. so the double a double um, elimination. Yeah, I gave this one two. I gave him four. This was, this was I, I'm gonna need you to defend why you made that decision. The storytelling. Uh, Virgil is hilarious <laughs> over there. Um, there was a lot of good spots, and uh, the 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 homie Beefcake and the Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Beefy boy, he he's strong. He's not just muscly. Like like, there's like a lot of the YouTube uh, bodybuilders. Yeah, they don't lift a lot of weight, and you look at them, and they can pose down and look like the biggest guy in the room, but they're not lifting a lot of weight. This guy was lifting heavy weight. Yeah. Um. It seems like so long ago when we watched that. I don't. I I gotta start taking better notes because I don't have a a, a pinpoint. But like, I know right after the match ends, I give it. A, I give it a score, and this got four. And that rhymed unintentional. Ooh, um, you know I think I think these are two talented individuals, two two good wrestlers. I think DiBiase is better, but I think these are two good. DiBiase is better than I think so. Okay, I, I think he has a better overall package. Um, but I will say, like I, I just feel like they didn't gel well. You know that's that's just my personal opinion. I just feel like they didn't gel too well, but that's just on me. Um, I gave it a two. And Next, um, the the fact that DiBiase. <laughs> Is in my opinion <laughs> the one of the greatest heroes of all time. Okay, I, like, they hated him. And too. here's the glory of this journey that we are going on. Go ahead. Is we're starting in '85, we're making it to '21, and you're going to see so many heels, so many, and you will know your definitive list of heels. You'll know your definitive. You will know, in your opinion, who is the greatest champion in the history of this great sport, entertainment. You will know who your favorite tag team of all time will be by the time we finish this. You'll have a definitive answer. You want to know why? Why? Because you would have seen every tag team. You would have seen every match. Well, speaking of matches, there was 14 in this one, so. Big money. Big funny. Let's see what went down. Next up, we have the Rougeos. And it's the Bushwhackers. <clears throat> uh, opening moment of this match, Jimmy Hart gets sandwiched amongst the, uh, amongst the Rougeau brothers. That was hilarious, bro. They were, what happens is they, they, before they went in the ring, they got Jimmy's jacket. Yeah. And they were about to tear it. <clears throat> And, and uh, Jesse, the body mature, is just an everyman. He says, oh, no, that's personal property. They shouldn't destroy that. That's, that's, that's personal property. That's bad. That's bad. Mode the government's going to come after it. Oh. Right. <clears throat> um, 
<laughs> go on. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, I was saying they do the battering rams. They do the sandwich spot here. Jimmy's sandwich kind of artistically and, and oddly flops around and falls around. And, and, and the jacket goes flying and he wouldn't get his jacket back. And he's standing there in the ring like, a, like an idiot. But, you know, get out of the ring. Get out of the ring, Jimmy. Get out of the ring. No, no. He's going to stand there looking around like, oh, what's going on? I don't, and then they, they sandwich him. And the jacket just goes flying. <laughs> um, and then afterwards, the Bushwhackers use the battering ram technique, which is their finish. And they win. Um, I gave this two bells. I, I just, man, I just felt like, it, I mean, it was decent, but it just really wasn't all that. I expected better. The Rougeaus are world-class tag teams. Bushwhackers are really comedy acts at best. So that's why I got a two for me. I gave it a four. These the the Rougeaus, their spots were fantastic. I like I don't I don't I don't think I've seen in recent years that torso stretch. You're talking about the abdominal stretch. Yeah, that, that, that's that that wouldn't work. That doesn't hurt. That 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 feel like a yoga. You want to do it right now? Yeah. Okay. Podcast, you're listening to the live reaction so, of the abdominal stretch here. So he takes that, and then I, I'm, I'm I'm doing it wrong. I'm, I'm doing it wrong. Okay. Yeah, that, that. My arm was over your neck? Yeah. All and right. then this leg goes through here. And I think I, I pull back. I'm doing it wrong. I, I, I'm, I'm not doing it right. I'm, I'm, the body is like this the entire time. If you just, you know, I'm just thinking here. It would hurt decently, but it's not as excruciating. It's not a tap out. Tap no, out. it's just, it's hard. Um, it's hard to breathe and it hurts your lower back, but it's not yeah. a tap out. The work, the, they are a world class uh, 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 tag team. It's what the world is watching. They were, they were, they were, they knew when to slap fire and like hold them up. They would, without talking, and he would do his little sidekick. The fact, the fact that the Rougeaus are good, they are good, and and um, unfortunately, they, they ran into um, a couple of British bulldogs in the in uh, the locker room. Uh, yeah, uh, apparently one of the Rougeaus knocked out uh, the Dynamite Kid's teeth. Yes, he did. Had a handful of quarters and quarters. Clocked him one. Sometimes um, you got to. Sometimes you got to let him know, hey, I am down with the, the faux Jizzly and Mizzly, my guy. Dude, I mean, uh, like, like someone takes a poop in my gym bag. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to be a little upset. Yeah. I mean, you got to. I mean, or somebody somebody locks my bag to someone else's bag. Now we have to go to the desk and ask if they have bowl cutters. They, every gym has bowl cutters for that purpose. Cut the keys off. Cut the locks off, you know. Now you lost your locks. Yeah. And now you look like a fool. Yeah. Or you could have been shooting up your steroids, but now you had to go get your bag clipped. Right. Or you, you could have been putting on your headphones and playing some Chicago or whatever they listened to back then. 1989? Def Leppard, Motley Crue. How'd you read my mind? I just, I'm stacked. No, it's, it's actually weird. I'm not, this isn't a work. I'm not working you right now. <laughs> I was going shoot. to say Def Leppard, and you literally said it before I did. Pour some sugar on me, gets me on the bar. You know, sw- swinging my butt around, you know. So, um, <laughs> what were you saying about the Rizos being one of the last tag team? They are a great tag team, and their chemistry is, is evident here. I don't, um, I think when, when someone who's, Maybe not in a lesser tag team, but someone who's a lesser athlete, a lesser talent, mm. sees a, a threat. If he's self-conscious, if he's going to start ribbing him. Yeah. But they're not going to be funny to the guy who's being ribbed. Like, like if I went to turn on my hair dryer and baby powder came out. I'm going to stab you in the face. I think that'd be fun. And I think that'd be funny. <clears> but <throat> if, um, if, if you poop in my gym bag, 
I'm gonna stab you in the face. I, that's not cute. Uh, and they, they did that to each to each other. And yeah, uh, hell, uh, hell of a team. The Bushwhackers, they're hilarious. But the Bushwhackers won. Yeah. Um, I actually remember them from when I was a kid when I watched it for about a week with the thumbs and the coming out with the. I thought that was funny. The whole crowd is doing it. No, now are they heels or the Rougeau's heels? Rougeau's are heels. Really? Yeah, and I actually had a question for you, sir. Um, I, had, I have a possible inductee to the Hall of Fame here. I would like to induct the Rougeau brothers. Into the Hall of Fame? Into our Hall of Fame. Are they in the WWE Hall of Fame? I think so. They better be. Um, I agree. I just feel like they don't get enough credit. Um, I mean, prior, you hear about the Dudleys, you hear about the Hardys, but do you ever hear about the Rougeaus? I hear, I know about, I knew about the Bushwhackers, bro. I didn't know about the Rougeaus. They're fantastic. And now they're in the, the Notice Qualifications Podcast Hall of Fame. Right. Um, as far as talent. <clears throat> I give it a two, but I, I do see your points. I do see your points. Um, next, we have Mr. Perfect um, versus the Blue Blazer, who is also Owen Hart. Um, baseball side by the by the Blue Blazer to per, I'm just gonna call him Owen um, by Owen to Mr. Perfect. Um, uh, Owen goes for a, a splash, but to reverse when um, when Mr. Perfect gets his knees up and it launches. He like he fly he flies yeah. from it. Um, there's a few little reversals here and there, and it ends up with uh, Mr. Perfect in the perfect flex for the win. I thought this had a good technical pace to it. I thought I told a good story. Um, obviously, Owen's being played off as the the plucky, um, the plucky heel, not the plucky heel, the plucky babyface. Um, I gave this match three bells. I gave it four. Another, another a lot of chemistry between these two, mm. and like I, I didn't, you told me, but that now I, I'm see, I'm understanding that's Owen Hart. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a, a, a Hall of Famer. He should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. His wife won't, won't allow it. That's right. Yeah. She, she wanted nothing to do with the with the biography of him or any of that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. You lost your husband, but people want to memorialize. A lot of people loved it. I, yeah. It was clear. And uh, what a talent! What a, a piece of talent he, he is. Um, and Mr. Perfect is he still alive? No, he's not. What happened to him? Uh, drug overdose. Okay. I, I think it was attributed to heart failure, but it was because, yeah. All right. Well, that's too bad, man. But this, they had a four bell match. They really, yeah, they really did. Um, well, I gave it. I mean, I gave it three, but I, I can see once again. I see you, your point. Um, man, yeah, you, you got you got just think about the talent that you have in the ring there. Um, world class talent. That was uh, that was uh, two decades at that time. That was twenty years of, ta- of experience right there, combined. Had to be maybe more. I mean, uh, Owen's been wrestling since I'm sure he was, maybe not in a in a league of of you know Gentlemen. WWE or WF, but he was Stampede when he was probably eighteen. He never had a a job. He was a jobber. This was his job. Yeah, you know. Um, that's dope. I, I I feel I feel so I feel like it's such a <coughs> renegade way to make a living. Mm-hmm. I'm a wrestler, you know. Um, next we have the powers of pain with Mister Fuji um, <laughs> against Demolition. Um, Axe and Smash attack Warlord from the beginning. Fuji comes in for a little bit, hits a few chops on Axe. He hits a diving headbutt. 
Um, he goes to the top for a leg drop completely. Is like he, It's avoided. And he slides when he hits the ground. Um, Mr. Fuji gets out of sacred salt. He goes to salt one of the powers of pain, but they duck and he gets in. Uh, yes. oh, he goes to salt one of, uh, I think it's Smash, Smash Ducks. He gets in the one of, uh, I think, Warlord's eyes. And then they do the assisted backbreaker to Mr. Fuji for the win. Uh, I gave it three. And you know what? It's because Mr. Fuji was the star of the show. Really? You just, I mean, think about it, though. The man's been a manager for years, and they just throw him out there. And, and he, he used to wrestle at one point, yeah, at did. one time. And he, he he didn't look bad. I mean, you know, he had a bit of a gut on him, but he, he didn't look bad. He wasn't really sloppy. He he, he kind of was trying to do something. He, he, he was a hefty boy. I'm not going to, you know, uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't like like crazy overweight, but, uh, you know, he was a big kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your thoughts on it, sir? Match, match in general. All right, I got I got to give a, a fashion dish this to uh, demolition. They they literally looked like an S and M kiss, with the face paint, with the leather straps, with the with the. I mean, the, uh, what's called the powers of paint aren't much better, but but these guys, man, I, like I, I don't know if the crowd knew what they were watching, but they I wouldn't go saying they look cool like that. I don't know. Um, Boy, it, was, it feels like so long ago that we watched that match. Even that I mean, match. it's a three and a half hour pay per view. Yeah, we sat through it. We sat. We did it. Um, we fought. We fought the power. I, I gave it three bells. Um, good match. Uh, 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 a lot of energy and a, a lot of chemistry. But I'm not. I'm not paying to watch. Not amazed. No. no. Um, next we have Dino Bravo against Ronnie Garvin. Why did this match happen? I, yeah, two it, bells. It was, yeah, it was, I gave it a one. I just found it extremely unneeded. It just. It could have. I mean, yeah, it was unneeded completely. Dino sneaks uh, attack on Ronnie Garvin to start off. He starts working the back over the bear hug. He wins with a side slam and a pretty pathetic one at that. I, yeah, I, I give it a one. It was it yeah, wasn't I, needed for the card. I, I gave it two because I'm not, I'm not trying to get in there and do that. It's uh, that's all that is to it. But. I hear you. I hear you. Um, next we have the Brain Busters against Strike Force. Um, Martel starts teeing off immediately on both uh, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Back. For, like he's he's going and he's throwing some he's throwing some arms on him. The energy back, yes. and the crowd is like they're getting they're building it up, building it up. Was, because Art is outside on the apron, which yes. is the hardest part of the ring, and on the inside, who's the other guy? Um, it's Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard, and he's uh, right hand on his left hand side of Terry Rogers. Right going, hand on the right hand side. going, and boom, he, boom. The boom. crowds and they were selling, were building up, building you know? up, building up. Um. Then control is completely lost. All men are in the ring. Um, strike force, they both hit drop kicks at the same time, sending brain busters uh, out the ring. Uh, Boston Crab to Tully Blanchard, and then he reverts from Boston Crab into a figure four, and while both strike force had the figure four on the brain busters. That was awesome. And then uh, crowd pops again. Arn, Arn Anderson reaches over and breaks the eyes of one of the guys, and he lets go. I don't yeah. know who we did. Uh, it's uh, Tito, I think he lets go. He, Tito lets go, and they were that all four men locked up in the middle of the ring, ah, it was selling and on both sides. It was great. Um, we get to a point here where Rick Martel gets fed up, and he leaves Tito here, and now it's a two-on-one attack to Tito Santana, um, a double-A spine buster to Tito Santana, and then do the assisted spike pile driver, which looked so good. It looked clean as heck. It that was great. Um, this man, this really is tag team wrestling. Like the, this is tag team wrestling. 
Um, maybe the best tag team match I've ever seen. Ever? I think, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I'm giving this a five bell, man. This was a classic. I, you know what? After much deliberation, a lot of thinking, I don't know. Uh, there was just it, there was just so much energy and so much storytelling and the fact that, like, how many of these guys are still alive? Um, all of them. All of them are still alive. What's that tell you about that? I don't know. That these guys are athletes. They're stunt people who go through tables. They do stunts all day without pads. Welcome to the Five Bell Hall of Fame. The Pretty Busters versus Strike Force. This is a great, great match. Again, probably the best tag team match I've ever seen. So, ladies and gentlemen. This is how we do it on the newest qualifications podcast. Giggity, giggity, do. That was one heck of a match. A barn burner. It really was. It was great. And I don't like burning barns, but I tell you what, that burnt the barn down for me. It did. I mean, like, if uh, if it were a big boss man and Akeem, uh, the African dreamer, it would have been a cross burner. But in this case, <laughs> it, was a bar, it, it was a barn burner. Yeah, it was a, it, this is great, man. I, I like this, I'd watch again. Absolutely. I'd watch again right now. So I'm going to do it. You won't. I won't. I don't know how to work your PlayStation stuff. Um, next, we have Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake Roberts. One bell. Next. Well, I got to give some Okay, go ahead. Andre can barely walk. Um, I know. But he man. did throw some chops into Roberts here. Andre throws it back on him a little bit. Plays hey, some party rock anthem while he's he, doing he backs, that. backs that thing up. Girl, you look good. Why don't you back that thing up? You're doing it. Um, Andre has a rope spot where he, you know, he falls down and gets his arms tangled. That's so he can rest. I'm not stupid. Walks up and he says, you're not resting. Grabs him by the neck and starts shaking Andre. Um, but Andre gets disqualified. For what? I don't remember what happened. But I know there's a disqualification. This was bad. This match was bad. He throws dude. a snake out. I gave it two. Um, it was really only because, I mean... Jake the Snake Roberts had to save the match. Yeah, and uh, just, like, you gave it two. I gave it two. I gave it one. I, it was it was so uninteresting and um, dissatisfying. And uh, it made you sad. Yeah, then yeah, you could say that. That's, yeah, that's um, next, we have the Honky Tonk Man and Greg the Hammer Valentine against the Heart Foundation. Um, slingshot shoulder block right away from Nightheart. Shake, rattle, roll, but there's no pin. Honky Tonk wants to talk a little bit more trash. Uh, Brett hits a, a elbow drop from Brett's rope, and then he hits a suplex as well. And then we go into Jimmy Hart tries getting involved. They snag the microphone, the megaphone from him, and he proceeds to hit Honky Tonk Man with the megaphone for the the dirty win, but the win nonetheless. Man, I gave this one four. Wait, this was um, Honky Tonk. Yes, and, sir. Wow, man, I don't remember this match. But I gave it. Th- I wrote three on on my uh, on on my my grade there, so it, it couldn't have been too awful. This match felt like more of a showing for um, Nightheart rather than Brett. Honestly, even though Brett swung the win, but nonetheless, yeah, it w- it was just a solid match all around. Um, we could have done. Um, it could it could have been better, but um, 
you know. It wasn't as it was anything looks better than that um Jake Snake Roberts versus Andre the Giant match. God, that oh, was no, awful. It was it was not as bad for sure. Um no way, shape, and form was it that bad. It was pretty bad. Oh yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um next up we have Ultimate Warrior, Rick Rude, Intercontinental Championship. Rude gets tossed around um, a lot in the beginning. Up. Like, he's getting launched around. Like, he's pretty much just getting squashed in the beginning of this match. Um, he goes for a splash. Rude puts his knees up. Um, pile driver by Rude for a two count. Rude's really selling his back. Like, he's really selling the he's back. He's the best seller in history. Here's the crazy thing. Rude would actually, well, he was in, I believe... Maybe it was Japan. Maybe it was in WCW. He gets there's a it's WCW. He does he gets hit with a backdrop, and when he does his backdrop, there's a trap door in the ring, and he hits his back on the trap door like a hinge, oh, permanently ruined his back. Ah, yep. Um, that's where he started to take the pain pills and take the pain pills, mix with the the medicine to keep him awake for his narcolepsy, led to an early death. Um, Warrior does a backbreaker and then stumbles and botches and throws Rude into the turnbuckle. Look, he must be to throw him out of the ring. But honestly, Rude lands like Rude catches his neck on the middle rope and like, yeah, um, it's pretty rough there. Um, Here's he has a pretty big botch there. Then Heenan holds down the Warrior's um, legs while he's being pinned, so he can't kick out. Rude is the new Intercontinental Championship. Intercontinental champion. champion. I gave it four. I gave it three. I would have given it less because you pointed out so much about the Ultimate Warrior, all those botches. I would have given it two, but the fact that look, man, I like Rick Rude. I I enjoy I enjoy his his ring presence. Uh, the the selling to the gals in the crowd is hilarious to me. Um, but it would have gotten a two if, it, if Rick Rude didn't win. Yeah. And it just, just see him getting slapped around the ring in the beginning. And knowing, again, I, I should focus on the art, not the artiste. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, because, like, we, I love Marilyn Manson's first album, one of my top ten. But, like, he's a total scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior is not, uh, he's not someone I would aspire to be like. Maybe physically, because he was a, 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 a statue. Awesome, man. Like, yeah, it was a scary dude, but so was Rick Rude. Yeah. Um, this is like, I feel bad for guys who like, uh, who have a little bit of pudge and like they're, they're, uh, the girls that they were growing up with saw this match. Like if that's what men were supposed to look like. Rude has no body fat. He really? Like none. <clears throat> Chiseled. Yeah. And Ultimate Warrior, his back had abs. I think it's possible that Rude may have the best body in the history of WWF. He could have competed. I know he, no body fat. No, no man. Yeah, he was. He was, uh, and his face didn't look drawn and gaunt. He looked. Uh, he looked. But he's been eating. Yeah, he eats. You know. It's. Uh, but but I yeah I would have given it less. But like I, I do like Rick Rude, and I gave this a three. It was yeah. Um, afterwards, Ultimate Warrior attacks Bobby the Brain Heenan. He goes to lift him up for a gorilla press, and then proceeds to like just kind of just drop him. Let him go. But yeah, that looked really bad too. Um, so that's another botch right there. Next, we have Bad News Browning as Jim Duggan. 
Say what you gotta say about the match. <laughs> this was a good match, dude. Um, it, it, it's a lot of a lot of the the French the, the what are they Irish Irish whips. whips Irish whips back and forth. Um, Bad News Brown is like like you see you see his persona, and he looks like a guy who works at a junkyard in Trenton, New Jersey, who, who like drives around and, and comes up to make sure that you're not throwing out uh, pressure treated wood. With the, the the rest of the lumber, you throw out pressure treated wood. You have to pull that out, or I'm gonna, or you know, he he looks like a bad dude. But he was selling. He was getting. He was he. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who's hilarious to me, had uh, a lot of offense and defense, and and he had, he had a lot of uh, he, he took a lot of work, but he had a lot of offense in this. And uh, uh, Bad News Brown sold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which you would think a personality like that, maybe like he would be like, no, ain't nobody hurting me. But yeah, no, no, he he he, he got hit. Um, Bad News Brown gets out of the ring, go grabs a chair. He's about to get busy, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan's like, oh wait a minute, I carry a two by four into the ring, <laughs> and he picks it up and he, oh look, the crowd loves this guy. Like I don't know, maybe they weren't annoyed with him yet. But the crowd loves this man, bro. Mm, sounds like an ignorant crowd. You're right. But, but maybe because they thought he was funny? Something's wrong with him. Something's wrong the with The crowd. Him. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Both, yeah, for realsies. So, so it was, it, dude, <clears throat> great match. Uh, when when uh, he, he picks up the chair to swing it at Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Hacksaw blocks it with the 2x4. This way they're both using weapons, both disqualified. <laughs> so the the the, the check is to keep his title. Yeah, you, no. you want to know what I got to say about it? Do it. One. Wow. But why? I I dude, I was so bored. I, I was, was so glued bored. to the I screen was so for this one. Freaking, because you have a weird fascination with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one for me. What's the backstory to Hacksaw Jim Duggan again? He he took a few uh, hits to the head. He became stupid, or, or like a less politically correct. Uh, he's a knuckle dragneck. He's a redneck mongoloid. A, a, a window licker. Hey! Yeah, well, that tells you all you need to know. <laughs> and the crowd loved him. It was so great. The crowd, I love that. That's so funny to me. Um, <laughs> and this was a good match. You hated this match. Yeah, like that. Okay. Well, here we're gonna get to another five star stinger right here. Um, the Red Rooster against Bobby the Brain Heaton. The Red Rooster wins. One bell. Two bells. I gave, I gave it two bells. You have a reason for that? Uh, you don't, do you? It, it wasn't Andre the Giant. Christ, anything after that, dude. It's like anything after Andre the Giant, it's, it, we're, we're working with. There, that's, this wasn't working for me. This, uh, you ready Andre to get to the main event? Let's do it. Sorry, titties. <clears throat> Macho man, Randy Savage. I miss him. Hey. Against dude, dude, brother, 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 brother. Does he say dude? Brother, he says dude a lot. I didn't know that. All right. uh, dude, I think the finish should be this dude. <clears throat> Macho man, Randy Savage. Hulk Hogan. In the middle of that beefy sandwich, <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Beautiful girl, man. Whose corner is she in? Both. The shoes in both corners, dude. Playing both sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like all girls are the same. 
Drugs will rob my brain. Juice World. Juice World. <clears throat> Dude, Homeboy knew he was gonna die. Juice World. He, like Homeboy was, knew a lot about life though, and he was so young. So young. I, I guess younger than me. He's younger than me. I mean, you pop a bunch no, of Percocets. No. He was twenty-seven. I'm stupid. He's in the twenty-seven club. Maybe check. We need to find out. How old was Juice World when he died? No, he's younger than me. He's right. young, younger than me. Yeah, man. younger than me, bro. I guess you pop a bunch of Percocets and pop your earphones and you learn about life. Like maybe that. we should all go out like that. Perhaps. Savage runs away. He uses Miss Elizabeth for protection. Um, Savage wears down Hogan and, and then he ends up busting him open. Yeah, he li- he literally uses Miss um, <laughs> Elizabeth as as a bodyguard, as, as a, a body shield. Uh, Miss Elizabeth gets kicked out by the referee. Doctor Miss, get her out of here. Yeah. Well, I you know I. <clears throat> I gotta stop doing the voice. I sell cars and like my voice gets scraggly when I'm talking to people. Um, and then Macho Man starts to choke Hogan. Like he's choking him. Um, but he also wraps his wrist tape around his throat and chokes him that way as well. Um, diving elbow drop, kicks out, and then he proceeds to Hulk up. He hits his Hulk up moves. Big boot, leg drop. One, two, three. Hulk Hogan is your WWF champion. Five bells. Five bells, baby. Look, man, the sto- the actual storytelling that was happening here, it's it's just. <sighs> well, can we say it's, the did the wrong person win? Should have should Savage have held on to this title? Yes, I agree, man. I agree. I feel like Savage didn't get the dignified win that he deserved. I agree. Um, and uh, to, to, but but wait a minute. He used Miss Elizabeth as a bulletproof vest, <laughs> so to speak. That's what you gotta do sometimes. I guess so. Is she it, ride or die or not? She was his ride or die. But when when uh, Hulk wrote, uh, when Hulkster got hurt, she went and leaned over to him and picked touch. Maybe she's not a ride or die. Maybe not. Maybe she's a homie hopper bottom top. Is is G's lyric? But <clears throat> either way, you know, obviously she's a little disrespectful. Go ahead. Yes. 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 Stay in the hall of fame. Hogan, savage, you the brain. Elizabeth, elbow drop to your face. <laughs> Standing in the hall of fame. What what a match. What a match. Um Hulk look, I I don't want to take back anything I've said about Hulk Hogan or Macho Randy Man Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You said Macho Ran Man Randy Savage. Randy Man Savage. Uh I got confused. Oh, I got confused. Yeah. Because I didn't step into a slim gym that day. That's all I know about the guy. Mm, but um look, Hulk was cut open. And that well, he wasn't bladed. Good. This is I agree, but like again, modern day warriors. They're not not quite boxers and MMA fighters, kickboxers, but these are, dude. The things that can happen to you in, in a cage. I mean, draws in a ring. In a ring, yeah. Darren draws off Owen. Um, there's a guy in Mexico that that Rey Mysterio was wrestling that snapped his neck when he hit the ropes. Um. Career-ending injuries, you know, people that get concussions and they can never wrestle again. 
uh, or they, they, they land on uh, the hinge of the trap door in the cage in the ring and your back's permanently messed up. Or, I mean, think about people that, due to what they've done in the ring, couldn't live normal lives afterwards. Or they committed mass atrocities. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. This is... Why do we support it? Why do we support it? Because it's, it's so good. It's awesome. We're addicted. <laughs> we, we need our... We need our fix. We, we need our fix. We need to be fixed. And our perhaps. audience... Our audience needs the fix. That's why we give them what we give them. Because they need the fix. We... Are giving them what they need <laughs> at the No Disqualifications Podcast. We give you what you need, what you want, even before you need it, or even before you want it. Even before you know that you need it. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. You say, why? should be listened to your podcast because you need it before you know you need it. Let it play. Just listen to it. You don't know that you need it, but we give it to you anyways. Here at No Disqualifications Podcast, our listeners are junkies and we give you your fix. They're like, oh yeah, thanks, push a man. You can scratch. You can you can you can cook your scabs. You can go to the back alley to find it, but when you go to Spotify. And you type in no disqualifications podcast, you get your fix for free. You don't need to pawn your sister's TV. You don't need to sell your body on the corner of Maple Street and Olive because we give you your fix. You don't need to go downtown to talk to Perez and Perez is a guy who can sell babies. You don't need to be doing that. You don't have to do that. You don't need to. Because we give you your fix. You don't need any 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 nose candy, any booger sugar. You don't need any needle juice. You don't need any of the magical H, the black tar. You don't need you don't need the magical fairy named Crystal. You don't need it. The, the girl Crystal Methany in Florida was arrested. Because we give you your fix. You what you need. So listen. Don't pull a Casey Anthony and call and call Zanny the nanny because we give you <laughs> what you need before you know you need it. You're all addicts. We are pushing pro wrestling addicts. And Laz and I will give you your fix. Week in and week out, no doubt. Don't shout, because here at the No Disqualifications Podcast... Where? At the No Disqualifications Podcast... Come again! This isn't a halfway house, because we go all the way, every time, we don't have to rhyme, on the dime, we are your pushers. 
We're your dealers. We're your corner man. You're welcome. You get your fix. Let's get to our awards. Let's do it. Match of the night. Oh, man. Uh, Strike Force and Brain Busters? That was my match of the night. Absolutely. A, a, a close second, really, was Hulkin and Watch uh, 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 Man Randy Savage. <laughs> no, without a doubt. I think from now on, we're not going to call it our match of the night. It's going to be our rewatch of the night. What are you going to rewatch? The most rewatchable match of the, the night. Most rewatchable, which would be the match, but we want to encourage the listener to go to Peacock or the network and watch, rewatch. You can match. grab it on YouTube. Go re-watch watch that. Watch the match. Go watch that. Worst match of the night. Oh, boy. Jake Snake Roberts and Andre the Giant. Man, I don't want to. He's a circuit. It's a, it's a sideshow. And it's the, like the elephant that they keep whipping and whipping and whipping. And when the elephant snaps, they hang him. Yeah. And they shoot him 75 times with a high-powered rifle. God. They did that, didn't they? Yeah, I hate did that. Did you know in Tennessee they had the, the first ever hanging of an elephant? Well, it's, it's fitting because the first carnation of the clan was Tennessee. Yeah. Pulaski. Uh, mine's uh, the rooster against Bobby Heenan. Really? Yeah, it was, it was stupid. It, would even, it never needed to happen at all. Wait, that's your most watchable one? No, that's my, that's my worst. Oh, we don't check up. Sorry. I'm sorry talking about hangings and I got confused. Star of the night. Dude, Macho Man Randy Savage. I have Macho Man Randy Savage. The character work was fantastic. It was great. When he held the ropes open for Hogan. He was like, come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, who's your um, Meltzer of the night? If it's a woman, we'll call it the Jackson knife. It's a man, it's a melter knife. I don't want to pick on him, but Andre the Giant, God rest his soul, man. I, ooh. I went with Ultimate Warrior. Those botches. He's were, responsible for two or three of the big, biggest botches of the night. Those were bad botches. Yeah. Because of him. Yeah. Um, spot of the night. Moment of the night. That was um, Macho Man Randy Savage's elbow. Oh, okay. The, the it did make you pop. I heard you, you stood up for it. On the top of Hogan. <laughs> uh, right on top of, uh, I hate Hogan. <laughs> but uh, mine's a spike pile driver. That was great. It looked so good. Yeah, it looked fantastic. Um, botch of the night. <laughs> Man, uh, look, I love you, Shawn Michaels. I-, I think you're cute. I think you're sexy. You got the moves that drive yeah. the boys wild. Oh, but that do- that drop kick where he mistimed it and missed it looked so bad. Yeah. So that was the botch of the night. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Heenan botch. Ultimate Warrior picks him up and just kind of just drops him. I, it, it didn't need to happen. It didn't need to happen. Um, what is your final grade for WrestleMania five? I hate. I do it mathematically, and now I feel like I give, I'm giving it a low score. But mathematically, going by the round by round, uh, match by match by match, three. Three. I'm rocking with a four. I don't blame you. Now I got some twos and I got some ones on here, but the 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 fives carry the show. Yeah. If we didn't get that strike force match, it would have been really hard to make it to that main event. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that main event was worth the, the carny garbage that happened. It was worth it all. And that was right in the middle. That was pretty much right in the middle. That, that strike force brain busters. Yeah. It, it carried me through. Welcome to it the Hall of Fame, baby. Through. It carried us through. It was great. Listen, this has been the No Disqualifications Podcast. It sure has. We're your dealers. You're welcome for your daily fix. My name is Adrian. My name is Laszlo. Chica chica. One love.